Welcome and thank you for joining us on Birth Mother Matters in Adoption with Kelly Rourke Scary and me, Ron Rains, where we delve into the issues of adoption from every angle of the adoption triad. Do what's best for your kid and for yourself because if you can't take care of yourself, you're definitely not going to be able to take care of that kid and that's not fair. And I know that my daughter will be well taken care of with them. Don't have an abortion. Give this child a chance. All I could think about was needing to save my son. My name is Kelly Rourke Scary. I am the executive director, president, and co-founder of Building Arizona Families Adoption Agency, the Donna K. Evans Foundation, and creator of the You Before Me campaign. I have a bachelor's degree in family studies and human development and a master's degree in education with an emphasis in school counseling. I was adopted at the age of three days, born to a teen birth mother, raised in a closed adoption and reunited with my birth mother in 2007. I have worked in the adoption field for over 15 years. And I'm Ron Raines. I've worked in radio since 1999. I was the co-host of two successful morning shows in Prescott, Arizona. Now I work for my wife, who's an adoption attorney, and I'm able to combine these two great passions and share them on this podcast. We are going to be talking about adopted children learning about being adopted. A common question is, when do I tell my child that they're adopted? 18, 19? Today. Is Today. Sure? Today. It is always recommended that children know the truth about adoption. Mm-hmm. They need to hear it from those that love them and those that they trust. In adoption situations, sometimes adopted parents would prefer that the child not know that they're adopted. They don't want the child to feel like they're different or that there's a reason that they were adopted, that they really aren't their real parents. And this is not something that should be focused on. These are the adoptive parent fears. This is an old school thought, right? This is from back in the 60s and 70s. This is an old school thought. Yeah. And oftentimes when adoptions were closed. Now that adoptions are going much more towards open and the trend is going what I believe is the right direction towards Mm -hmm. open adoption, it is absolutely imperative that the children know that they were adopted. Mm -hmm. I, I don't remember being told I was adopted. I have always known that I was adopted And it gave me a perception of understanding a little bit about who I was. Right. We all, especially as young people, we all question who we are. Our identities. And if you have added on top of that something that you don't understand. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. And then you stigmatize it. By not talking about it and not being out in the open. That's, I think that's imperative. And you also have the concern of if I don't tell my child that my child is adopted, Mm -hmm. what if they find out and how would they find out? I had a classmate in high school that back in the day when you would prick your finger and you would learn about blood types. Oh, wow. And this child had done his blood type and went home and asked his parents what their blood types were. And after learning in school that his blood type did not match his adoptive parents' blood type, that was how he found out he was adopted. And he felt very much lied to. Betrayed and like, wow, why didn't you tell me this? Yeah. Absolutely. And it's such a tough thing as it is. Absolutely. And on a funny note, after that situation occurred, years following that, I think the school had to uh, send home a disclaimer 
before letting them know hey, that we're going to take the blood type. And, Correct. And uh, if there's anything hidden, you may you want may to. You may want to talk to them beforehand. Absolutely. The or other, lie about your own blood type just to continue the lie. Well, no, no, no. Let's not lie. No, 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 no. <laughs> no I get what you're saying. Another uh, funny story about that is sometimes as adoption professionals, we really need to encourage adoptive parents that being open about the child being adopted is really important. Mm -hmm. Long time ago, in the beginning of building the adoption agency, I was meeting with a couple, and they were adopting a baby from Guatemala. And they were a Caucasian couple, and it was a little girl they were adopting. And this is a long time ago, significantly, because Guatemala is no longer open for international adoptions. Mm -hmm. But the adoptive mother was saying that she did think that she was probably going to tell her daughter <laughs> that she was adopted. And her husband looked at her and just started belly laughing and said, honey, I think she's already going to know. She'll figure this one out. Absolutely. She doesn't need blood types. Absolutely. <laughs> and what was even funnier about it, now that I think back on this story, when you were adopting from Guatemala, you would receive a picture of the baby. Mm-hmm prior to going to um, bring the baby home. Right. And so they had a picture of their soon-to-be-adopted daughter, and it was a, a black-and-white photo. And the adoptive mother was looking at the photo. She was looking at her, and she was admiring how beautiful she was. And she said, I think I look, she looks just like me. I mean, she, we really look alike. And her husband goes, nope. <laughs> nope. Not a bit. Not at all. <laughs> and it was just, it was endearing to see that she was trying to find a connection. Right. But at oh. the same time, I mean, no, she didn't look anything she like. She was in denial. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And her husband's response was just comical. Just, nope. Mm -hmm. Not not at all. <laughs> that would so, great. Yeah. It was funny. <laughs> One thing that I, I really want to get across yeah. is this is for adoptees and adopted parents especially. Adopted people, whether they're children or adults, like to be around other adopted people. Okay. It's kind of like a club. We have an instant connection. Right. And I think it's because when you are adopted, you are told, oh, you're so special, you're adopted, you're so lucky, you're adopted, you're this, you're that. And that singles you out. Right. In society, people don't like to be singled out as a general rule. So when they can be around somebody else who is being told those same things, there is a sense of if we stand together, we're no longer singled out because right. there's two of us and not you're just one. building a community Absolutely. of people who can relate to each other. And I think it's fantastic. I do, too. And going down that road, I think it's really important for adoptive parents to encourage relationships with other families that have adopted children. Right. So those adopted children can be raised around other adopted children mm -hmm. and have that connection. And it's something that, as they get older, adoptive parents can also make a reference to. Oh, do you remember Billy? Billy was adopted. Right. And so they can build this into their childhood as a normal, which it is, mm -hmm. occurring event. Again, there's no age that's too young to start talking about adoption. Right. There are beautiful picture books. There are amazing stories. There are celebrities that talk about being adopted or adopting or have been adopted or placing a baby for adoption, all aspects of the triad. If you have a child that is into celebrities, you can have them kind of relate to or right. point them out or show them, or maybe they have a sports hero. 
And when you're talking about adoption, Mm -hmm. make sure you're using age-appropriate language. Don't tell more than the child can understand or really asks for. Okay. So we often say use, if you're talking to a toddler, use terminology like your tummy mommy as the birth mother and your heart mommy as the adoptive mother. And that way you can start at a very young age explaining that you have two mommies. The other thing is, is keep the conversation light. Make it a normal topic. Make it as if you're talking about what you're going to have for lunch or dinner. Mm -hmm. Your child is going to read your body language and the inflection and tone in your voice. So make sure that you're happy and positive when you're talking about it. If this is something that you're speaking about in hushed tones and you have a worried look on your face or tears in your eyes, you're going to make the child concerned and right. worried. Make them feel like it's something shameful. Absolutely. You know, to be hidden. And it's so important that this is something that is celebrated. What mm-hmm. a beautiful thing their birth mother did. What a beautiful thing. Because if you tell it in such a way, the child may develop a rejection complex. Mm-hmm. If you say your birth mother gave you up for adoption, the child is going to wonder, well, why would somebody give me up? What's wrong with me? Why would somebody give me up? If you say your birth mother placed you for adoption, that's a whole different connotation. Right. And especially if it's a semi-open or open adoption where the child sees the birth mother and that's part of their actual life. Absolutely. And And that's where the terms tummy mommy or heart mommy or whatever... Whatever you, you want to use, but again, right. age appropriate. It will, ha- it will help them distinguish between the two the, the two mothers. Again, always use positive language when you're referring to the birth mother and the birth father. Okay. Always. If the adoption had rocky points or there were lows or there were situations that you wished hadn't occurred that occurred during the adoption journey mm-hmm. with your child, please focus on the positives. Right. And only discuss those with your adopted child. Celebrating the child's birth mother is going to be a connection to them. When a child becomes older and as they hit adolescence and older, Mm -hmm. they understand that they are biologically connected to their birth mother. And if you speak negatively about a birth mother, they're going to internalize that negativity as well. And that's something that you want to avoid. Right. It makes me think of, in my circumstances, my ex-wife. I tried to never, I slipped one time, I'll admit it, but I tried to never speak ill of his mother because that is his mother. And it's the same thing, you know, you, you don't want to put that bad emotion in their head about somebody that's very, that's related to them. Right. Because you you don't want them to internalize it as part of them. Absolutely. Say positive things, find Mm -hmm. positive things to say. The fact that their birth mother lovingly placed their baby in your home with your family for adoption says volumes. Right. It was a gracious gift, no matter your personal feelings or not. Absolutely. Absolutely. The other thing to remember is adopted children don't want to feel different. Nobody does Mm -hmm. adopted or not being told you're special because you're adopted. Isn't really helpful. It's fine if it's in the context of a conversation, but being told you're special is not something that's going to make somebody who's questioning their identity or trying to understand what adoption means or how to process that feel better. Mm -hmm. Make sure when your child is in grade school that your school is adoption friendly and your child's teacher 
understands adoption. So if they do activities like family trees or ancestry research, that you can get a forewarning so that you can make sure that you prepare your child and explain how to react in the situation Mm -hmm. and talk to them about family trees and how they'd like to do this activity. That's very smart. Once your child understands that they are adopted and they've been given the information that you have and they're at an age where they can understand what adoption is and what it means, Mm -hmm. really let your child dictate when you talk about adoption. If your child is sitting at the dinner table, it doesn't mean that you need to bring up adoption every three days or once a month. Let them bring it in and you bring it in every now and then so that you kind of keep the flow going. Right. Sometimes adopted children are hesitant to bring up adoption because they don't want to hurt their adopted parents' feelings. Mm -hmm. They want to make sure that they're protective of their adoptive family, just like they would be of their birth family. Again, being age appropriate is key. Using big words and terminology Mm -hmm. that a three, four or five year old doesn't understand is just going to confuse them. Right. And when little ones get confused, oftentimes they get worried. Because they don't understand. Yeah, it's it's something that brings fear and anxiety, I guess, would Absolutely. be the word, right? Another point to remember is when a child gets older, they may or may not have more questions about their birth family. They may talk about wanting to reunite or find their birth mother if you don't have an open adoption. Right. And this is something that adoptive parents can be very supportive of. And they can even offer to help assist them in their search Another point that I would recommend is not to announce that your child is adopted to people when you first meet them. Okay. That is singling out your child and it's going to make them feel different. And as we talked about, children don't want to feel different. If you're standing in line at Walmart and you've got your child in the grocery cart Mm -hmm. and the lady in front of you turns around and says, oh, is this your little girl? And the adoptive mother would say, yes, this is Sally and she's adopted. (laughs) And why did you have to add that? Right. This you is Sally. That's all this you is need. Sally. This is my daughter, Sally. Yeah. Every time you point that out, your child may wonder, why is that being stated over and over again? Mm-hmm. Why are we referring to that? If it's not a big deal and it's loving and I'm just like everybody else, my mm-hmm. birth mother made a beautiful choice. Why are we still announcing it to everybody? And again, we want to keep those internal questions in their head to a minimum. Statements that I would recommend not be made by society or family members or friends or coworkers Mm -hmm. to an adopted child would include, I can't believe you're adopted. You look just like your mom or dad. That really can be taken as rejection. Right. That adoption is rejection. And that's not something I would ever recommend. Another statement would be, you really fit in with our family. Well, the response would be, well, why wouldn't... Why wouldn't I? Absolutely. Another one would be, don't you feel special? And we're talking about newborn adoption. Right. So this child doesn't know any different. This is all they've known. This is all they've known. And so if you ask them, don't you feel special? I mean, that would be like me saying... Don't you feel special that you are 5'10", however tall you are? Yeah, that's close enough. Okay. So don't you feel special that you're 5'10"? I kind of do. Okay. You know where (laughs) I'm going. No, I exactly know where you're going. Yeah, you're you're right. Another really hurtful question, and I don't think 
people mean to come across hurtful when they're making these statements or questions. They're just not thinking about it. Right. They're not thinking of how it can be internalized. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Why were you adopted? (laughs) Why were you born? There's no real solid answer sometimes. Mm -hmm. They may not know. When I, before I met my birth mother, I was asked this question a lot. Really? Uh, For the few people that knew. Why were you adopted? And I would always state because my mom was 16. Because, again, I only had three facts. Mm -hmm. And so that was... because my mom, like PE, didn't fit. Right. Right. I understand. Absolutely. Right. And she came from a big family. And I guess I was one too many. So immediately it puts... When you ask somebody why were you adopted, it immediately kicks into... What's wrong with you? Like, And then you can see where a child will pick up a rejection yep. complex. This is why open adoption is so important and so critical that we keep as a society moving towards open adoption because mm-hmm. so many of these questions can be eliminated. There is not even... this; These wouldn't even enter into people's minds. Right. Uh, why didn't your mom want you? Oh. Well, considering the child was a newborn, they probably have no idea. And it wasn't that their mother didn't want them. It's their mother lovingly chose to place them. Right. Adoption. Another question would be, what does it feel like to be adopted? Well, a, a baby that was adopted like I was at three days old. Would have no idea. No clue. Another one that is not in any way condescending mm-hmm. is, what nationality are you? Okay. I remember... As a child, I people would always ask what nationality I was. And in my mind, I was thinking, well, take your pick. Yeah. Uh, and I would think, okay, well, my adoptive parents are Scottish and Irish, so sometimes I would say that. Now, isn't that a question, though, that somebody would ask anybody? Not, yes. You know, whether or not. They, Absolutely. Now, do, you find, do you think that's offensive or it's no, just curiosity? No, it's not, it's not it? offensive intentionally whatsoever. Right. But as an adopted child, it's uncomfortable to answer. Okay. So if you know somebody's adopted. Just kind of avoid that. If, if they don't have an open adoption and they have a right. closed adoption. Thankfully, that's have, going away, but no. So that's right? good. And especially with all of the ancestry. Uh, 23 and me and all that. Yes, right. I've, done, I've done that one and the ancestry.com. And I can tell you. So what nationality are you? Primarily Welsh. Okay, good. The other thing is you're so lucky. It why? sounds, uh, you know, like it wouldn't be hurtful, but... Right, but but why am I so lucky? Again, why am, you're pointing out that I'm different. Right, because, I'm not different. I'm right, I'm just like everybody else. Yeah. Anybody who has a disability or something that is not the same as everybody else mm-hmm. does not want to be singled out. Right. They want to be the same. They don't want to stand out. <laughs> I know this more than most, yes. So you can absolutely relate. I can relate. I think the most important thing to remember is share your child's adoption story with them mm-hmm. lovingly as early as you can. And as often as you can. And Without as, being absolutely. pushy about it. Let them guide it, like you said. Yeah. No, and, I think this is great information. And just remember that this is a beautiful thing. And if we all look at it as a beautiful thing and understand what a selfless sacrifice a woman made Mm -hmm. to make your family whole, then we can celebrate that. Thank you for joining us on Birth Mother Matters and Adoption, written and produced by Kelly Rourke-Scary and edited by Ron Raines. We also want to thank Building Arizona Families, the Donna K. Evans Foundation, and the You Before Me campaign. A special thanks goes out to Grapes for letting us use their song, I Don't Know, as our theme song. 
You can check out our blogs on our website at azpregnancyhelp.com. For Kelly Rourke Scary, I'm Ron Raines. We'll see you then.